Welcome to the latest and greatest edition of the Chris Sheeran Show. On Yes Network's Facebook page, I'm Chris Sheeran. This is Lou DiPietro. That's AJ Herman. Uh, for all of you who, out, who are out there and watch us on a weekly basis, we appreciate that. Uh, do us a favor, like this, share it as many times as you want. Uh, we don't care. Uh, there it is. <laughs> every time. I thought it was there. Every right. time. It but down. it's a tradition, like AJ <laughs> said before we came. Every, every time we have to hear like the, the, the delayed audio, as it were. We know we're live. Yes, we do. Uh, so as we get the chat up and going, you know, we'll, we'll touch on your comments. We'll uh, answer some questions you may have. Uh, the New York Yankees, as we sit right now, are in first place in the American League East uh, with their win over the Kansas City Royals last night. We'll get into the future with this team in a second, but first we're going to take a look at the past. And we left off our last show, guys, and we were talking about how this series, Lou, with the Houston Astros would have been sort of a litmus test for the Yankees, seeing as that the, the Astros were the odds-on favorite to win the American League anyway when the season began. No one expected the Yankees to be playing the way they're playing right now and being in the position that they're in. But going into that series, even though they lost three of the four games, and I know this sounds like you're trying to be uber positive, but it really isn't. You know, if, if you look at that series, if you break it down, Lou, one Michael Pineda mistake early on in the game or maybe a pop-up that's caught by Didi or Jacoby Ellsbury, we're looking at a 2-1 Yankees win instead of a 3-2 yep. Yankees loss in game one. And I know Michael Kay always talks about the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, but still you have to put it with a little grain of salt that the Yankees, you know, Jordan Montgomery loses his start 5-1, gives up four runs for the first time in his six starts out there. But I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but there, there are some positives, Lou, to take out there of this There are, series. and even, even on Sunday, Joe Girardi said uh, at the end of the game, the long day that was Derek Jeter Day in his press conference, you know, if, if that throw from Reddick goes offline slightly, mm -hmm. the run scores, it's 3-3 instead of a 3-2 loss with the final out at the plate. You take that, you add in the fact that Aaron Hicks was the tying run at the plate in the ninth inning of game two of the doubleheader after their starting pitching had gone a combined four innings that day. The bullpen both picked innings. them up. Yeah. Both yeah. <laughs> the bullpen picked them up was huge. The Yankees came back. Joe Girardi said, if we play like that, I like our chances. So, yes, they lost three out of four. But if the throw is offline from Reddick and Ellsbury scores, it's 3-3 with two outs in the ninth, maybe going extra innings, maybe they win it there. If Aaron Hicks hits a home run there with some of that Yankee magic, it's 10-10 instead of the final out of the game. Very easy. They had a chance in three of the four games. The Montgomery game you mentioned, right. not so much. They scored that run in the ninth inning to make it closer than the score appeared. Right. But – Garbage three four, time. Three out of yeah. four games, they, they had a chance to win that game in the ninth inning. And, A.J., it goes to the point that uh, Rob Thompson, the, the bench coach of this team, told Yankees On Demand, the great folks at Yankees On Demand who do a lot of great stuff for the stadium, and you see it on Twitter as well. Uh, and he sat down with them, and he said, you know, this lineup, you, you have a couple of wins like you have where you come back, especially that Baltimore series when they were down – 9-1 and 11-4. Yeah. And this is a team that you're fighting with at the top of the American yeah. League East. This gives a lineup a lot of moxie and a lot of moving yeah. forward. You have a lot of, you know, feelings where, hey, it doesn't matter how many runs were down. We could come back. And they're putting together great at-bats. Mm -hmm. And they did that against the Astros who, you know, with Keuchel and um, McCullers. and McCullers at the yeah. top of that rotation, you know, this is something the Yankees are going to have to – program into their minds because right now let's face it 
This team, they're, they're not pretenders right now. At this point in the season, no. the Yankees are contenders. They're leading one of the toughest yes. divisions in baseball. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, with yes. those at-bats and with, what, you know, what Rob Thompson is saying about these, this team right now, mm-hmm. even with the starting pitching being a little down, the lineup is picking this team. Yeah. Like you said, I was going to touch on the fact that it was Keuchel and McCullers that they faced in the first two games. Mm-hmm. And McCullers looks like a total, like the best version of him that we've ever seen, at least baseball fans. And Keiko looks like the Cy Young version that we saw in, what, 2015. And in the wild card game. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is yeah. like the, the, the Astros are just the Yankees' Achilles heel, unfortunately. Like they, they run into them at the wild card. Um, another thing I was going to say, in the, the final game of the epic doubleheader day, the Yankees brought the tying run to the plate in the ninth. They were down 10-4, scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth, and brought the tying run to the plate. Yep. So to your point, they still they they put themselves in it. I, I there was a, and we're down nine nothing and 10, <laughs> yeah, 10 four, and they, so. exactly they were they you know so. They're, they're fighters. They're gamers. One, yeah. of, uh, one of our commenters, uh, the name is Doug Linka Vita Kalinka, which I feel like is some That's kind of kayfabe addition to, to names. Uh, Yanks Strohs is the new Yanks Royals of the 80s or Yanks Mariners of the 90s. It's starting to feel that way, it's, that they are the, yeah. I've seen, they are I the saw non-division a Achilles mm-hmm. heel yeah. of the New York the Yankees. It's the new AL rivalry. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. That would be kind of cool, but the Astros are so tough. Well, moving forward, and, uh, you know, that series is in the past now. The Yankees started a series with the Royals last night. Trisha B. Moore said CC looked great last night. And you know what? He did, and yeah, and really this did. is this is a start that he needed, Super guys. Efficient. Now, now look, and even Joe Girardi said it in the postgame show. They hit him hard. You know, that's going to yeah. happen. This is not CC Sabathia circa 2001 or even 2009. This is 2017. I, I think he passed Mike Messina for the most innings pitched yes. in, fran- in franchise French, history. Yeah, I believe it's 14th place. Uh, or in, uh, yeah, not in franchise history, but 14th place he moved past Mike Messina. Yeah. You know, this guy, he, he's going to get hit hard, but he's going to need – and he's going to need great defense, Chase Headley, who might not be doing it at the plate right now, saved his rear end a couple of times sure last did. night. Yeah, a couple of great um, But CC definitely needed this outing. He goes six and two-thirds. He picks up his third win of the year. He puts the ERA – under five, he's at 493, I believe. Scatters five hits, two walks, four strikeouts, and his offense, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's so much easier. That says it right there. Home run, home run. Yeah. That's yeah. what you need to know. It, it's, it's so yeah. much easier to pitch with a little bit of comfort when you have a lead than it is when you're a Masahiro Tanaka going up against a Chris Sale, which, guys, I think he needs to start thinking of every time he goes to the mound. (laughs) He's pretty much facing Chris Sale every night. I mean, he's had problems, Lou, and it's been with his splitter. Yeah. And uh, he's, he has to figure that out because, as Joe Girardi said after his brief outing on Sunday in game two of Derek Jeter night, he didn't have a split and his, his slider was non-existent. His slider had no depth and his split was flat. And, and when you are, leave pitches up in the zone, look, good. opening day. Tampa Bay. Doesn't matter what lineup this is. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're no. major league hitters. Exactly. If you're leaving the ball up in the zone, you're going to get destroyed. There was a pitches. weird synergy between his two bad outings this season. That one was opening day, <laughs> and the other was Derek Jeter night. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the two, probably, I would say, arguably so far, they are the biggest games in name stature the Yankees have, have played this year. Mm-hmm. And Masahiro Tanaka just didn't have it on no. either of those nights. If you take out that start at Boston, the full Maddox, he has a 725 ERA in seven starts. Yeah. 
other than it's that. It's not good. I mean, his ERA as it is is 5.8. Yeah. But you take out that yeah. Boston game, and his, his ERA goes up almost a run and a half. And you know, you, you look at other you look at other races in the league, and I, and I took three, and three like pretty much obvious ones. And with with Kluber on the DL, with Bumgarner on the DL, that's the only reason why those two aren't involved yeah. here. Uh, but Clayton Kershaw, obviously, he's good. His he's last his last three starts, he's two and one, uh, with a two sixty six ERA. He's six and two overall with a two forty three ERA this season. Chris Sale, three and zero oh in his last three, a three eighty six ERA. Four and two and a two fifteen overall. Max Scherzer is one and zero in his last three with a two fifty seven ERA over those three starts. Four and two with a two eighty ERA overall. Tanaka is two and one in his last three starts. Now those two wins, <laughs> the Yankees staked him to pretty big leads early on in those games. Now, if you want to say that ERA Lou maybe is a little inflated Neither because of those were quality starts either. No, well but, one of them was actually technically because there was only three earned runs against Cincinnati. But you could give him. There's a catch-22 here if you can give him a pass or not, because there is a way you can. You can look at it. Okay, they were up five nothing on the Blue Jays. He doesn't have to be dead solid perfect. He doesn't have to go out there and match Chris Sale zero for zero. Yeah, He's right. got a five nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, right yeah, there. same you thing. Ha- the contact, as right, to yeah. right, right, right. So the ERA, the, the runs allowed in those games, I give him a little bit of a pass. But the thing that's telling about the ace of this staff right now is that ERA you're talking about if you take the Boston game out. That's that's scary. That has to get better. Now, really quick, I just want to mention this conversation I had with John Flaherty over text before we came up here. And I asked Flash, uh, he's trying to find a splitter. He's had it, not had it. In your experience, what are some factors to losing it from start to start? And Flash said it's a big-time field pitch with the grip and the amount of pressure with his fingers. I asked him if weather could have anything to do with it because from time to time we haven't really had optimal weather uh, in, at Yankee Stadium. And he said it could. Uh, he said, he, I always heard guys talking about trying to get a good feel with how wide or how narrow their grip was. Also, there's a lot of stuff with finger pressure and gripping it loose or tight just seems like such a feel pitch. So he keeps going back to that. And I said, what can he do to correct it? And basically he just said he has to keep messing with the grip. And that's what Tanaka has to do right now to get that pitch where it needs to be. Because as Lou mentioned uh, earlier, in his start against the Astros, it, it was up in the zone. And, yeah. and against a lineup like that, Lou, you're not going to last long. I believe he had allowed four home runs in a game once in 82 previous career starts. and Three or more, I think, four other times. He gave up three home runs in the first inning. And a grand to, to, your, slam to your weather too, point, yeah. I'm just going to run down this. I, I have to disagree with the weather being an issue. <laughs> Tampa Bay is inside. It was 75 degrees I'm just in asking. He said it's a field pitch if you've ever thrown a baseball yeah, before on a pitcher's like mound, this, right? especially like, a splitter. Weather does it. have something to do with it. Granted, the first start was in Tampa. I get it. Anthony Maiori is telling me yeah, I'm making happy. excuses. <laughs> I'm just trying to. He says, I sound like Joe Girardi. It's not the case. I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to pinpoint what's wrong with Tanaka right now and how – read George King's article today in the New York Post. He's trying to find his splitter again. He cannot be the ace or even consistent in the rotation if he doesn't have a feel for that pitch. When he does have a feel for that pitch – hey, hey, Anthony, how did he throw in Boston – 
Fenway Park, he threw a complete game shutout. How many of those, I'm just curious, how many of those happen year to year? And I know Ortiz isn't a there handful. anymore. A handful. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making yeah. excuses. I'm trying to. He had zero last year, and he already right. has one this I, year. I'm so, trying to yeah. get fans to get a little bit of a different perspective, especially from a guy like John Flaherty, who caught pitchers who threw split-fingered wow. fastballs. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not making excuses. And That's what I'm the doing. Split, the split is a, is a crazy pitch to begin with. I mean, if you go back and listen to uh, Chase Headley's post-game interview from game one of the doubleheader, mm-hmm. that he got, you know, he got that big, that big triple in game one that, to put him ahead yes. 9-6. He was talking about Chris Devensky, who throws a ridiculous drag, split yes. finger as well. And, and Chase <laughs> Headley's words were, that's a funky pitch no matter who's throwing it, yeah. and the way it comes out of his hand is so different. Mm. There's so much to that pitch that when it's flat, it's a pitch. It's a but when it's ball. on, it's everybody's is completely different yeah. and everybody's is completely crazy and it's a difficult yeah. pitch to hit when you're on no matter would you say you tanaka has the best splitter when it's on or he one has of? one of the best splitters yeah, yeah i mean to, to split hairs and say it's the best i guess yeah you know there's you there's guys that there's a lot of guys that have great splits yeah. um, but his is it's one of the there. best maybe on, yes. yeah. aj the yeah. the main point here the yankees are in first place in the american league east the 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 offense it comes to play every night. Yeah. This team never, Deep. this team never feels like they're out of a game and always scratches and claws until the last out in the ninth inning. That's a fact. That's not me, you know, trying right. to be. That's a fact. Look at the numbers. That's a fact. You know, the next morning when you go through your Twitter feed and you see all these people saying, "Wow." I'll take that loss. The Yankees are so much fun to watch right now. And they are. Yeah. It's just a fact. Sorry, kids. Hashtag fact. Facts. Uh, but here's another fact. Hashtag? Is that how you go there? I guess. You could say facts, too. That's how really facts only. Say it. Just not Just, just facts. facts. Facts, period. All right. Yeah. Not F-A-X. No. That, I'm That's dating myself. Yeah, technology. But, um, right. but here's another fact. Facsimile. If you want to keep that going, um, and, and AJ, I'll throw this to you. Mm-hmm. If he keeps pitching the way he's pitching, there's just no way. The offense is not going to play out of their minds no, for 162 games. Yeah. So at some point, and you know the ebbs and flows of a Major League Baseball season, the sure. offense picks the pitching staff up. The pitching staff picks the offense up. Last night, you had a marriage of the two. Yeah, you had CC Sabathia throwing sure. up zeros, yep. and you had the offense absolutely mashing the Royals. Numbers, yeah. So my point is, it's not enjoy this while it lasts, because right now the Yankees are playing out of their minds. However, at some point, A.J., this pitching staff, especially not the bullpen. The bullpen's excluded from this because they're unbelievable. They're great. Even yeah. without Chapman right now, and we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. right now, Masahiro Tanaka has to start pitching like Masahiro Tanaka, I not agree. a fifth starter. Because right yeah. now, that's what he's pitching he's, like. He's struggled. He, he's shown... I mean, we, we kind of just went over it. He's shown his ace potential, and he's shown in his last outing the depths at which he can sink uh, on the mound. You're welcome, Anthony. I'm Sorry. not. No, I, I'm glad you noticed his. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not worried about Tanaka because we've watched how great he is over the years since he's come to New York. But um, just to uh, dovetail on one of your points, how Ooh. Tanaka. Um, dovetail. I like doesn't that. really pitch. You're writing up that one down. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he kind of struggled on opening day. He struggled on Jeter Day. 
But this is going to be a great segue. Pineda yes. lived up to those. He was un- he had a perfect game through, what, six and two-thirds on the home opener. Yes. I think that was a huge moment for him. I think mm-hmm. he really took Against that to heart. Against the same Tampa Bay team that, that hit him pretty that hard a yes. few days yeah. earlier. His first start yeah. of the season where yeah. he gave up the most runs he's given up in any that start yeah. this year. So four five, runs. Eight, six days earlier. And then yeah. I think, did he also start the series opener at Wrigley? I think he did. Or he pitched one of the – or maybe the series finale. And he pitched really, really well. Seven yeah. Sunday was the series finale. Okay, so he yeah. Been, I think it was uh, the – He would have been game – the first game, Friday. Yeah, Friday. I think he opened that series too and had a I'll, – I'll look it up. But he had a great outing there. So, I think um, – and, again, Tanaka's ERA is 580. Pineda's is 327 right Well, here's – I, I have two stats about Tanaka mm-hmm. before we move on that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that illustrate what AJ just said. Sure. If you take out the Tampa Bay opening day in Houston on Sunday, his ERA is 3.1. He had a 307 ERA last year. Yeah. So, yeah. outside of those two bad outings – He's, He's been Masahiro Tanaka exactly. on the whole. However, that said, three times prior to this season, he failed to get through five full innings. Yeah. September 27th, 2014, which you all might remember Just was, three times in his Yankees career? Yep, was the Saturday game in Boston of Jeter weekend where he was in his second start back from missing. Derek Jeter has to stay away from Masahiro Tanaka. <laughs> so that was his final start with stay Derek Jeter. Away. <laughs> And I say that in the nicest yeah, way possible. 4 6 2015 versus Toronto was his first start of the following season. So that's mm-hmm. his last start of 14, his first start of 15 when he was coming off the elbow issue. Mm-hmm. And then 7 10 16 in Cleveland, he four and two thirds. But that was the game right before the All Star break. Girardi had everybody available and wasn't messing yeah. around in a game that I think the Yankees eventually won. Like the final score was something ridiculous. I don't remember it exactly. Yeah. He's done that twice this season already. Three times in 75 starts. Yeah. In the first three seasons, he was a Yankee twice and eight this year. So he needs to find it because what's yeah. making it worse in terms of perception is that what I just said, Masahiro Tanaka hasn't shown this right. side of him before. No. He has pitched like an ace because we're used to him going five, six, seven, eight, nine, as he did in Boston. Given the bullpen we're a much-needed rest. We're not used to him getting Every fifth day, game. right. Yeah. It happens to pitchers. It yeah. th- I mean, every there's no pitcher I don't think – in any any realm in the history of baseball that is going quality starts every start every of his career. And if you want to talk about days rest, I have that too. Four days rest, he's two and zero with a three thirty eight ERA. Five days rest, That's weird. Five days rest, two and one with a seven sixty five. That's like the opposite of what he's right. Afraid. So everybody wants. Well, you know, yeah. if you pitched every six day, well, there you go. <laughs> Finally got used to the the regular rest, and yeah. now you're you're yeah. messing with his. Uh... And I was gonna say it too. Sorry, I mean no, 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 no. A lot of I think. We're Maybe family here, AJ. Yeah, family. Well, but We're at the table. My, my name's not on the video board. <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. No, Tanaka, I think when he first came into the league, as is the reputation of Japanese pitchers or pitchers that play in uh, the NPB, right? That's what it's called. Um, they're known, like, the full count is, like, the whole thing. Like, they, they throw a ton of pitches. They set guys up. They nibble at the edges. And but Tanaka has sort of grown out of that right. since coming to the major leagues. But this year he seems to we, be doing a little bit more. You can picking. do that in Japan because they they have a day off every week and yeah. they only pitch once a week. And so you're not pitching to Mark so. Trumbo and Chris right. Davis. Right, Tuffy Rhodes yeah. and Alex Cabrera <laughs> are uh, might have issues. AJ yeah. brought up Michael Pineda, um, and He's since Valentine and and Lou brought up his. Lou brought up his first start against the Rays where he gave up four runs. That's the most runs he's given up. 
uh, in any start this year. So since then, his last this is his last six starts, by the way, and I believe we have this. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, his last six starts, he's three and one, with a 2.63 ERA, 44 strikeouts, six walks, four quality starts. What that graphic doesn't give you, the batting average against, uh, 194. That's under the old Mendoza line on the interstate, as you were. And uh, the Yankees in those six starts are five and one. And again, I circle back to that one loss being against the Astros, where one pitch that he made to Carlos Correa, you know, it's a, it was a 2 0 pitch. He's trying to get a strike over, and Correa pretty much guessed right <laughs> and took a, you know, waist high fastball right over the plate, that meatball sandwich room service, and put it over uh, the fence in right field. Yes, yeah, meatball sandwich. But um, never had a room service meatball sandwich. I, I never will. Usually, I get the pizza and wings when we're in Tampa. That's good room service. Really? I like the rice bowl. Sorry, that's an aside. Like filet mignon. That's got to step it up. Can't bring up food around these guys. Props to the Tampa Grand Hyatt for their awesome food. (laughs) But um, that one loss to to the Astros could have been. There's a lot of things that could have gone differently. The Yankees could have could have been you know six and zero in those six starts. So that's the one. Faux pas, as it were, and it was that Ellsbury Didi, you know, the the fly ball that Redick hit that they it was kind of in. Usually, it's the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, this yeah. was the Bermuda um, line uh, segment, perpendicular or the parallel line or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I stunk at geometry and everything that had to Parabolas. do with math. Yeah. But right now, right now, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm going out. I'm pretty much a six foot six, two hundred and eighty two pound sturdy branch and that's Aaron Judge by the way by saying Michael Pineda in a walk here who needed to do this is the Yankees ace right now he is just plain and simple he's the Yankees ace. straight up look at the numbers and it's hard to deny Severino's probably their number two yes he's been inconsistent and he's been up and down but He's been effective See, it's a tale more of, than Masiyo That doubleheader was weird in that it was a tale of two outings. Yes, they were both short, and yes, they were both bad, right? Tanaka and Severino. Yeah. Tanaka's was bad. Tanaka gave up yeah. four home runs, a grand he slam to Brightman. He was down yeah. big when he left in the second inning. Yeah. Severino was a young umpire not giving him the zone, and jo- at least that's what Joe Girardi said in not so many words <laughs> uh, in the postgame press conference that – you know, he thought a lot of the pitches Sevy threw were great. He didn't get the calls. Yeah. Changes the dynamic of, you know, of your at-bat when you don't get a call on a certain count. It completely changes things. So, Severino wasn't down huge when he left in the third inning of that game. I think it was only 3 nothing at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was clear that he was his pitch count was high. He wasn't getting it. He was going to start running out of gas. Joe made the switch yeah. thinking of that inning. And then we'll, we'll figure it out going forward because they had Chad Green, who did some yeoman's work this weekend, him and Gio Gallegos. Mm-hmm. Um, when they desperately so needed it. It was a completely it. different bad. AJ, before, before your thoughts, you know, getting, getting the breaking news on the iPad here, I have to report it. We're live. Uh, just wanted to say to all you Lakers fans out there, including John Moshos, who's the uh, owner of the Elm Street Diner, which has great food here in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, LeVar Ball says, Lonzo only working out for the Lakers, and he predicts a playoff drought ending. As soon as my boy gets there. There you go, Lakers fans. Enjoy that. Keep that on the West Coast. (laughs) Has Lonzo Ball been going to the uh, 
Venus and Serena Williams' dad for advice. Oh, that, boy. Going on it's going to make the, later, the Lakers so hateable, though. I mean, all due respect to you, Lonzo. I'm sure you're a good young player. I mean, I know you're a good young player, but they're going to be so hateable with LeVar Ball. I, I'm sorry. I should, I'm sounding like a mean person. And the Celtics. I'm sick of the Celtics LeVar and Lakers Ball with circus. the 1-2. Yeah, wow. that's, that's awesome. Wow. Well, I, well, it's not awesome for New York it's not, awesome. No. it's not awesome if you're wearing but black Lakers and white. But Lakers and Celtics, and that's like the age-old rivalry. That's, I'm a fan of history. That's like. I just hope Billy that. King stayed off of Twitter last night. That, oh, that's all yeah. I, I he hope. He was trending. Was he really? Yeah. Well, I would imagine that. They yeah. want to build a statue for him up in Boston. But anyway. That was it. That was rock bottom. Yeah. King, yeah. Right? So, so uh, the Nets know. actually but won the draft let's spin it back Anyways. to the Yankees yeah. here. So, Pineda's the race. Severino's right there. But his inconsistency has to change. He has to get more consistent. I mean, you know, when you have a doubleheader, especially Derek Jeter Day, when you have that doubleheader, he had that, and he said it himself, it was that first inning where he threw almost 30 pitches. I mean, that's pretty much what did him in in that start. He's got to make, he, he, and he said it, you know, the, the, he was a little upset at the umpire. The strike zone was all over the place, but he put the onus on himself. He says, I can't let that get inside of my head. Yeah. He asked the umpire that game, you know, where the pitches were. He told him, but he said, that, that gets me too rattled. I have to make pitches. I have to pound the zone. So at least he, his changeup, AJ, mm-hmm. it, I don't know why he doesn't use it more. Uh, I don't know why anybody of these guys don't use it more. He, it seems like that's such a key to when every you're throwing 97 success. to 99, and you could come back and and, could, and, and it has yeah. some wicked movement. I mean, he yeah. guys like it, they let it go. Yeah, because it, it has to look like a, a, a fastball coming out of his hand, and at, yeah, at exactly. the last second, it's like, oh my god, I just let an 89 mile an hour changeup go by me <laughs> right down the middle. Exactly. Yeah, I think Severino. What's promising about him is that he really does like he's checking all the boxes of a young pitcher who's trying to make the next step. Mm-hmm. Like, even in his post-game remarks, like you mentioned, he, mm-hmm. he knows he needs to right. block out the, the, the noise. He needs to focus on his pitches. And he's, and he's had a bunch of really good outings. You know, and so he's young. And he's 23. He's 23. Sometimes 23. he's got a 23-year-old. Where were you when you were 23? You would, you would like to think <laughs> that a 23-year-old on the mound at Yankee Stadium yeah. isn't going to get rattled. But let's be serious. Sometimes you're going to have – Issues that look at Michael Pineda for crying look, out loud, yeah. and how Joe Girardi said, you know, all his movements and everything. He needs to do that to stay in sync. You also have to remember that, you I know, you talk Mike. about the, <laughs> the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, and, yeah. and, and a, or a self-fulfilling prophecy, or any of those fun terms. Luis Severino rocketed through the minor leagues. Yeah, in yeah. 2015. they had to get him out of right. Oh, and yeah. he came Double up in a, August. A, was, you know, yeah. when him and Greg Bird came up around the mm-hmm. same time, and, and they both played very, very well. Mm-hmm. Severino yeah. pitched well down the stretch for a team that made the playoffs. He, had a 289 he didn't struggle at all that season. And the league hadn't seen him. And no league really got a book on him because he kept moving up so fast that he really didn't see a lot of teams Flying twice, let alone more than that. By the time teams got a look at him, and he had those eight or nine start, or was 11 starts in 2015, under his belt, they had the video, they had all the spring training, he came and he did that. He got hit hard. He struggled. But in the, in the minds of everyone already, it was, well, this guy's great. What's he doing? Now he stinks. Oh, what's his – and the fans, you got to give him that chance to struggle and figure things out. And, yes, he went to AAA, and they wanted him to throw his changeup more. And, and everything that happened last year, he came back up and was in the bullpen. 
Now he's figured it out. It took a year. He's 23 years old. You know what he's saying? not. Yeah. You know what he's also not doing as much as he did last year. And, and when he's obviously when he's starting, mm -hmm. he's not giving in if he gets behind in the count. That, yep, That's yep. something that he because I remember, especially it seemed like every time he faced David Ortiz, he would go you know, 2 0, 3 0, and then he would just throw one right down Broadway, <laughs> and then it was painted uh, about 16 rows up in the bleachers. So. You know, that's something, and, and that, that, that brings me back to the changeup. You get behind 2-0, you know, use your changeup. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. That's a situation. Yeah, you have to do that, and that's what he's doing better this year. He's just got to get more consistent. And I know we I spent agree. we spent a lot of the time. The worst that happens is the same thing that happened in that last situation where something gets painted 16 rows up in the bleachers. But right. then you'll figure but it out that. He's still doing the right yeah. thing even if he doesn't right. have to do that. I, I know, we pitch sequencing somehow. I know we spent a lot of time on CC last show, so I don't want to go into too much on CC this show, but he definitely, guys, needed to do what he did last night. Uh, he did get hit hard. He used his defense, which is something he has to do now. Uh, but he was able to go out there, almost give Joe Girardi seven solid innings. He did load the bases up, so there should be an assist column for relief pitchers if they keep runs off. The starter holds, right? Or I guess, I guess, sort of. I guess inherited runners, yeah. whatever. It's a, it's a stat work in progress. But give him, give <laughs> yeah. him an assist. Give him the old A. You know, hockey has it, basketball has yeah. it. Give him an assist. Tyler too. Clippard kept that ERA under five for CC yeah. Sabathia last night. <laughs> Speaking of guys, you speak of the bullpen guys that have had a great season so far. Clip. Tyler Clippard. T Clip. Yeah, absolutely. He's given up some home and, runs in some tough spots, but but. But he's has pitched well. Been Adam Warren yeah. has pitched well. Yeah. Uh, T-Clip has pitched well. Uh, Dellen Batantis, who now, guys, I want to get into this. Buckle in. Now, look. <laughs> what did uh, Herb Brooks say? Great moments are born from great opportunity. This is a great opportunity for Dellen Batantis. You know, the arbitration sure. hearing at the beginning of the season, yep. which did get a little contentious and it was made public. We all know about it. Uh, now Dellen Batantis has an opportunity with Aroldis Chapman on the shelf for at least a month with his shoulder, the tendonitis in his left shoulder. He has an opportunity to turn this great opportunity into some great moments for him personally and prove to himself, to the Yankees in the league, he can be looked at as a closer and maybe yeah. somewhere down the line could eventually get closer money and be a closer on maybe the Yankees or another team. This is the time for him to shine mm -hmm. and to put everything that happened at the beginning of the season into perspective. And I'm very excited for the Yankees to give him opportunities. Let's be honest, last night he wasn't getting out there, wasn't a save opportunity. Yeah, 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 but uh, but in, in some close games, sure. maybe he gets an opportunity tonight with Pineda on the hill. He really only got in Sunday because he hadn't worked since right, Tuesday. Right, he needed so, the yeah. work. But this is a great opportunity for him, Lou, to, yeah. to not only prove to himself but to the rest of the league that he, he could be there if the, uh, if the position would open up. Yeah, somewhere. and the unfortunate narrative is that he wasn't very good in September as right. the Yankees' closer right. last year. However, the flip side of that narrative is, A, he was lights out in August. I mean, his ERA was under one in August. And... The last couple of Septembers, Batances hasn't been good no matter what his role has been because yeah. he's run out of gas a little bit. He's had to learn how to yeah. he's had to learn how to push through that season, and I'm sure Joe Girardi has learned that, you know, the way Dellen Batances is used, you have to kinda, you know, prevent that, obviously.
this is his chance to, to show that he is everything he said he was. You know, you talked about the yeah. arbitration hearing and how yeah. it got contentious. This is his chance to show that they were wrong and that he is everything walk he said walk. they was. Yeah. And the thing that helps is the way bullpens are constructed today. You know, the Yankees have this power bullpen. So where the bullpen is going to suffer, if it does at all, is going to be in those middle innings where Adam Warren would have been the fireman because mm -hmm. now he's kind of the seventh inning guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's also a huge opportunity for a guy like Jonathan Holder. I was just going to say Holder, who's, yeah, who's been pitching very well too. as yeah. well. I'm waiting to, for to him kind of, to have to his kind of stake his claim yeah, because exactly. you have to remember Tyler Clippard is is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Adam Warren is going to be a free agent at the end of next year. Mm -hmm. Warren's probably going to want an opportunity to start somewhere unless somebody blows him away with a big contract to be yeah. the Adam Warren we've seen in New York the last couple mm -hmm. of years. Yeah. This is a spot for a guy like Jonathan Holder or even a guy like Jason Shreve to be that middle innings fireman and kind of prove that they can handle pressure situations yeah. so that two years from now, maybe Shreve they are the seventh inning guy ahead of, Batanz, yeah. you know, ahead of Batanzas and Chapman when Clippard and Warren are gone. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. Holder, <laughs> Holder uh, has been in some high leverage situations for this team this year, and, and he's proven he kind of has the, the makeup, if you will. I know Montgomery's a starter, but he kind of has that <laughs> – Maybe it's because they both have those baby faces, but they kind of have the same makeup where nothing really bothers them out there. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody gets on, uh, there's no, like, histrionics or, like, ner you can't detect any nervousness. Panic. No, they, they don't, don't they panic. Don't they, 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 here's the best thing. They act, they pitch like they belong there. And well, Holder, that's what you want, especially out of the young guys. Holder also had that, that sort of meteoric rise that we talked about with Severino. He was in the Tampa rotation. You know, he got drafted the same year as Jacob Lindgren. Mm -hmm. He looks like he could become what the Yankees wanted Jacob Lindgren to become yeah. uh, before the injury. But he, he was drafted. He pitched in relief that summer. The next year, he was put in the Tampa rotation. Then he went back to the Tampa bullpen because the Yankees have that want to put guys in the rotation down to that low level to see, you know, ex expand their repertoires. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in the case of guys like Chance Repertoire. Adams, it works. Uh, he went from starting the season in low A to September in the majors in one year. So if he struggles a little bit, you also have to be patient with him because he had that same meteoric rise. Yeah. So if he does struggle a little bit, be patient. He went from high A to the majors in one year. Yeah. And in that time, he struck out 101, 101 batters. batters and walked seven. Including 12 <laughs> batters in four innings of work in his in last triple A game. In 65 in the third innings. Yeah, yeah exactly. Janet, Janet Rose Roy said she's uh, not convinced on Holder yet, and that is in true Yankee fan form. <laughs> I, I get it. I it's mean, understandable. Yeah, he, has, well, yeah. he hasn't had the time to right. show. But now it. that Chapman's out and everybody gets kind of moved up a rung on the ladder, now you're right. going to get to see him in more of those high-leverage situations. So in a way, you're kind of right. But to this point, I think he's earned the look that he's going to get now. So uh, moving. Chris, Christopher Mamoon says, give Chance a chance. I well, mentioned Chance Adams. So he just got he bumped just up. Got he just got, got bumped up. Yeah. And but apparently, he's going um, to get there. Don't worry. Apparently, yeah, Domingo Germán is next because SWB needs a starter for, I believe, Saturday. Might be Friday or Saturday. I don't remember. But there's a TBD in there. They just sent Brady Lale back to double A because he hasn't exactly had great success at triple A, unfortunately. So Jermon might be the next in line, which might move Domingo Acevedo up the line. Everybody saying, so. you know, let's give the young guys a chance. Patience, everyone, because it, at some point during the season, I, I don't know what to not. I don't. Here, here's your some head, wood. You got some wood in your there. head. There. And for everybody that wants to say, let's, get, let's trade some of this young pitching now and this and that. 
Well, Dietrich Enns is hurt, and Daniel Camarena is hurt, and you know Luis Sess is in the rotation down there, and Chad Green's now in the majors, and so they're almost short of pitchers from that yeah. that wealth of young starting pitching we health, had in March. Let's just say this: health is always an issue. Yeah. So guys like Chance Adams, who yeah. just got called up to uh, AAA, if he keeps pitching the way he's pitching, and someone gets hurt, yeah. You're going to see at some point during the season, I'm not guaranteeing it, but uh, you know what? I'll put like a 95% chance <laughs> that you're, go you're going to see. Uh, look at the Scranton shuttle pretty much the last two or three years. I mean, there's going to be a, a constant motion of yeah, these guys yeah. coming up and getting a look. And the Yankees have an open 40-man roster spot. They have since Pete Cosmo was designated for assignment. So they can add any so of these guys. You know, Pop somebody in there. Yeah. A popular thing, at least on my Twitter feed, a popular a – popular, uh, Hill to die on is Tyler Wade, which Staring if Tyler up. Wade were to come, if Dustin Tyler Wade Fowler, were to come up, yeah, he's tearing it. He's like the quietest, unbelievable, having the best season and of anyone. But Tyler them, Wade, Tyler Wade was great in spring training yeah. too. Both of them will have to be added to the forty-man roster at the end of the season. Yeah. So okay, it's it is what it is. But if they're not going to come up to play every day and they're not going to come up for the duration, it's no, there's no reason to like burn a minor league option on them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the same might hold Just true. To do it. The same yeah. might hold true for Chance Adams, but if he comes up, it's going to be he's not going to come up for a spot start. The Yankees have guys yeah. for that. They have Sessa, they have Green, they Warren. have Mitchell yeah, stretched out. Sure. They can they can throw Adam Warren out yeah. there. You know they'll add a a guy like Dan Camarena or Brady Lale, who's kind of in a make or break, then whatever kind of year. Yeah. You know, stretch out Gallegos maybe. They have options. There are always contingency plans. Yeah. If A through Z. If if the fan gets hit with something. Domingo German. I mean, you know. So and or or Yesri Ramirez. Yeah. So Four guys. Take your pick. Yeah, take your pick. Remember um, when Brad Halsey came up straight from double? Yeah, absolutely. I mean there, there there's there's that possibility. And he was very serviceable. He was. He yeah. Admiral. Yes. There you go. Brad Halsey Admiral Halsey. <laughs> um yeah, so that's somebody just mentioned Tyler Webb too. I think he has a chance to be a solid reliever in the bigs. He's kind of a guy that they're He's yeah. been piggybacking either with, you know, Caleb Smith if he has a short outing, or he piggybacked with Mitchell, I think, one of the starts where Mitchell was getting stretched out. So he's kind of one of those four-inning guys. They're trying to see if he's got enough to be a possible swing man, and mm. there's contingency options. All right. Uh, Kev, you want to throw up that uh, graphic for tonight, uh, how the Yankees are going to go after it tonight against the Royals. Uh, Michael Pineda. Big Mike, Big Mike goes. Uh, maybe his six-game stretch that we talked about earlier where he's 3-1 uh, and one with a 2.63 ERA continues to a seventh game. And he goes up against Jason Vargas, who is absolutely on fire this year, having the year of his life, as AJ just said, 5-1 and one with an ERA just over one. So this Yankee offense will be put to the test tonight in Kansas City. But as a lot of commenters said uh, during the show today, guys, uh, this team is fun to watch. And, you know, you expect them to win every night. I almost, I, do, I almost had a Fred a Sanford, you know, like I'm coming Elizabeth moment when the Yankees lose 3-2. And usually on my Twitter feed, it would be, Help oh, my God, <laughs> what's going on? We need to get rid of this one. We Fire need to get rid of that one. Yeah. But it's all positivity. It's like, I'll take that 3-2 yeah. loss. This team is fun to watch. They are. Because the Yankees are doing what fans have wanted is to yeah. try out the kids, see what the kids got. This lineup, good. this team, and this is not a knock on anything before them, but the 2017 Yankees team, 
the way they fight, the way they're together in the clubhouse, the way they never give up, the way they're out there. They band together. And they, yes, and they battle through 27 outs, and they lift each other up. It's like coming out from underneath water and getting a big breath of fresh air. It's like turning the page. It yeah. really no, is. No, no, you're right. I agree. It, you know, you yeah. had the dynasty in the, in the late atmosphere. 90s and, and early part of the turn of the century, and then – you know, the, you had these Yankee teams that always competed, but it wasn't that. Now you kind of have a page turn. And it's, it's the start of something. Yes, it's the start of something new, new. You know, all those kids that were born Carlos Muniz just like said him. it feels like, 90, feels like 96. <laughs> that woke up yeah. and, it, you know, they, 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 they enter oh, the, the world Yankees and it's 1996. Every year? Great. Oh, I, this is weird. Let, let, me, let me share this with you. <laughs> This is one of those, like, writer moments where you're, like, you realize how fun the team is to watch when you're out of the moment. Yes. The last two years, and this is not a knock on the, the last couple years of teams either, but the last no. two years, game two of Sunday's doubleheader, I would have my postgame story written in mm -hmm. the fourth inning and just need to fill in quotes. Yeah. That was the way the team was. They're down 9 nothing. They're probably going to lose 10-2. I don't want to say they were just kind of like, all right, it's, we lost this one. Yeah. This team has no, right. has no quit yeah. button on it. You want to they watch have the no, whole game. Yeah. Like, we're, well, we're out of this. So, I mean, yeah. it's like, oh, it's the ninth inning. We're down 12. All right, well, we'll bat around twice. Cool. No problem. <laughs> yeah. just, that's, that's just true. their mentality. That, yeah. The young guys are hungry. They know guys yeah. are behind them. They know they need to make an impact. And I know I've said this before, but having the depth now mm -hmm. in the farm system and seeing how oh god yes <laughs> the pilot lights on starlin castro uh yeah. guys like aaron chase hicks Headley, yeah. chase Headley. you know when aaron hicks lost the starting right field job and aaron judge got off to the start he got off aaron hicks had to be sitting on the bench like i better hit if i want to get <laughs> into these games i, yeah. I better yeah. so i think it's great that there's all this competition the competition yeah. bears fruit to what the Yankees are doing right now. People yeah. could disagree with me, but I, I absolutely a thousand percent think that. Yeah, and, and it's friendly competition. No, right, it's like right. They, they all want each They're other. They're not at each other's succeed. throat, right? It's not like Judge. You saw Starlin Castro hits. getting yeah. hits last night, and yeah. and Pineda and guys, Torres, yeah, who you know Torres, Torres, who did a great job for Didi filling in. Yeah, he's not getting a lot he's, of looks now. He's yeah. on there. He's on the bench. He's going like this. He's giving. <laughs> what a what's Torres. the name for that? We should come up with a name. I mean, I, we have to ask. Has anyone yeah. asked the players how that no. how that started? I don't know. Not I'm going to have to get to the bottom of that. The toe guns. This is a guy, Torres, who played 20-some games in, I think it was 20 exactly, in relief of Didi Gregorius yeah. when he was out. Hit 300. Yes. Played great defense. Plays five and when Didi and hit the Yankees' first home run of the year. That's right. Was and the led the, RBI and led the, the team in RBI in the middle of yeah, April. exactly. And, he started and the Didi, home run floodgates. <laughs> when Didi came back, the first guy to go up to him and welcome him back was Ronald Torres, and he went into Joe Girardi's office and said, thank you for the opportunity. Not like, what a ball hey, man, can I get huh? some playing time? Not like, hey, man, what I'm doing Yankee. well. Thank you for this opportunity. Think like, about, think about, it. and look. He's Luis Soho, 2K16 at this point, man. I got to be careful in saying this, but think about, I, I'm, I won't mention any teams, because if I mention a team, I'm going to get, you can't compare them to them. So I'm not, I'm not going to compare them to anybody. Okay. But think of a team that's very unselfish, that has won a lot. And I know this team hasn't with this core of players. But think of a team that shares the ball. 
wins multiple championships. Hold on. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Do they not I have Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> <laughs> can you get a shot of that? Because I just wrote it down. If you can Was see their it, it best says, player's ankle sabotaged? <laughs> All right, the cat's out of the bag. So there's a team I was thinking of. But it's the truth. It's like that next man up team mentality. First. It's picking the guy up off the floor. If a guy goes down, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do – I have a role. Yeah. Under Greg Popovich, I have a role. And that role under Greg Popovich is better than any role I'd have anywhere else in the yeah. NBA. Would I rather be a starter on another team or would I rather be on a San Antonio Spurs team coached by Greg Popovich in a role that I know what I need to do in order for us to win that as a team? Lead to that leads to success exactly. as a team. Exactly. It's not about me. It's about the 25 guys pulling the rope, as Aaron Judge said. And that's what this team embodies and that's what i love about yo i'm gonna let you finish but if aaron judge becomes tim duncan <laughs> I, I you know what here you go here's my there's my signature for that one right there if aaron judge has a career like tim duncan <laughs> sign me up yeah oh no, boy I, I i think you're totally right i don't think any nba player would say no i'd rather go play for the lakers or the Sorry, what, they, but what, they, what they've done this year the without tim sixers duncan, kind of all right then point, so. start yeah. for the knicks or have a role on the spurs <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking Spurs. That's my option. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. New York, but San Antonio's got the river walk. So Clear I'm, locker uh, for down. That's right. I, hey. Great Mexican food. Not to pat our, ourselves on the back, but I, I think we crushed another one, boys. <laughs> I do. Amen. I do. 45 minutes of pure radio slash TV gold. Digital You have gotten gold. me pumped up tonight for my, my return to the NYCB Live, the Nassau Coliseum, to see Metallica. You're going to see. So I, I am pumped up now. There you go. Enter Sandman. Yeah, there you go. Today's also my wedding anniversary. So that's oh, how happy you, anniversary. That's how you know you married the right girls. Big when you day. say, honey, I'm going to see Metallica tonight. She's like, all right, cool. So. <laughs> wow. That's Boy, great. did you ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's our anniversary. Mind if I go out with the guys? Uh, you, yeah. can, you can do whatever you're going to do. I'm going to go hang out with James Hatfield and, and company. So. All right, listen. Again, can't do this with everybody uh, without everybody who joins in and, and comments and asks us questions. We appreciate it again. Thank you. Like this. it, share it, get it out there. Let's get this going. For Lou DePietro and A.J. Herman, I'm Chris Sheeran. We'll see you next week, everybody. Peace.